0: Make me feel like I'm dancing in the sky like I'm flying through the stars, my heart accelerates when I see a face in my mind just goes insane cause it's a things you do, and all the love you give me too, and it's the times that remind me that I can't be without you. ooh, ooh.
1: Welcome to the Be Moms Podcast. My name is Richie Madrufon, and I'll be your host. We're coming to you from Power at the Pass here in El Paso, Texas. And that lovely voice you heard there at the beginning of the episode is today's guest, Juliette Guerrero. Uh, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. Um,
1: Tell us. So that was your song called Little Things. Wait, is that what it's called?
0: Yes, it's called Little Things.
1: And uh, so you were recently featured... Uh, at the barbed wire open mic this is the Bewams podcast which is short for barbed wire open mic series and uh you had a pretty good response uh from the crowd you brought family friends and even just the people who were there hanging out really loved your stuff i heard lots of praise um the owners of the establishment loved it and uh that song was the first original that you played and i know i loved it so tell tell me about that song
0: it's actually surprising. I didn't expect to get that response because, like, I feel like it's, like, such a...
1: You prefaced it by saying it was cheesy.
0: Yeah, cheesy. Like, it. I guess I feel like people aren't into cheesy stuff. Really? Like, they're more into, like, dark stuff. Oh. But I guess that's just my opinion. <laughs> that's um, funny. But I did get a lot of um, praise from it. Everybody was like, mm-hmm. what's that original? Where can I find it? And I was like, mm. I don't really have anything out, but... Um, it was nice performing there. Um I didn't expect to get that type of feedback where I, everybody was like um even like doing one more song or such stuff.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like people were like that's it. You have to play more. Yeah. And uh you know, I wasn't doing that just to do that. People were like, "Oh, I want to hear more," you know, uh and also it's just a treat. I know that um you don't live here. You've been you you, you know, you've you've done some traveling to get here, and I know that's it just coincides with other things that you have plans, so you're from Hobbs, New Mexico.
0: Yes, I'm from Hobbs, New Mexico, which is just um, four hours away.
1: Only four hours.
0: <laughs> Only four
1: hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but that's crazy, though. I told you that the previous week, uh, this dude traveled oh, from yeah. Kansas City. Eight hours. Yeah, that's crazy. And he 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 drove straight and performed that night. And like that's that's dedication. Uh, what's the longest you you've driven to perform somewhere?
0: Um. The longest, I wouldn't really say it was to perform, I guess. Ah. I drove over there and I so happened to perform, but it was Oklahoma City.
1: Oh, interesting. What took yeah. you out there?
0: Um, I have family over there oh. and they were like, um, well, we have places where you can perform. So I was like, oh, yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> so, I mean, again, going, so going back to uh, your featured night, which, by the way, uh, you know, the open mic itself has been around since 2007. So, I mean, we're already in our 11th year and and one of our traditions is having featured artists. Um, You know, I think I came across you really on Instagram because I think you were following the open mic page.
0: I think I did. I was looking for places to perform here in El Paso Mm -hmm. because I wanted to expand my music more than just Hobbs, New Mexico. Perfect. So I've been looking for open mics all around. So I followed a couple of people um, like the El Paso open mic and that's, that is. um,
1: Which is like most of ours anyway. Yeah. (laughs) We're we're all over the place, but um, like I said, we've we've have a tradition of just having amazing. It, it's interesting doing open mics all the time, but you know it was great having you. Good response, and now you realize that uh, maybe you should get some serious recording done and put some content that people can buy.
0: I know. I'm definitely looking into that. I know my brother. Um, he's a musician and he has his own studio as well. And he keeps telling me
1: get ten percent or some offer. No, no, fifty percent. Well, that's cool but though. I get one
0: free.
1: <laughs> I think that um it seems like you have been getting lots of support i mean not just that night but just in general now you haven't you don't have anything like official like official like releases or anything but you do post a lot i
0: think i want to make it more of an original Mm -hmm. channel and just start posting my originals but my youtube channel's only been around for a year now oh wow and um i'm trying i know one of my most um popular covers is actually johnny cash um it's all over song.
1: That's really cool. We gonna
0: um, J U L I E T T E two T's, two T's and one E at the end.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I, I noticed that about your name. I was trying not to mess up on the on the promos.
0: Yeah, uh, um, the spelling. Spell it the French version of it.
1: Is there is there any particular reason why? I- yeah, so look that up, Juliet Guerrero. We'll we'll link for sure. <laughs> now you also use uh you know. Uh, social media is a very interesting thing, and it changes. So maybe by the time you're listening this, listening to this, maybe there's something new out there. But I know right now that you definitely use Instagram a lot to promote your music as well, and kind of like um, friend, huh?
0: I honestly like when I first put it, I didn't know Sebastian was spelled with an A. Oh, so
1: I mean, but phonetically it works. Yeah, Sebastian. Hey, but that kind of even still has like kind of French, like mm-hmm. if you say it, like like emphasize the O, Sebastian. Sebastian. Yeah, uh, and and I guess just you love ping- penguins. Is that penguins, a-
0: my favorite. Film, cause nice. There's music, dancing, jumping,
1: and- moving, jumping, moving. Yeah. I dig it. Uh, I, I'm glad you said that because uh, to go back to you, the song you opened with, uh, "Little Things," mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> we were talking about. I don't know. Like I personally love cheesy. Like uh, I usually, <laughs> I was I was on a on a radio show once, and I I feel like and people love cheese. Come on, like that's you know, true. literally like behold the power anyway but i i think it's it's a sweet song and i think um it's nice to have that in a world that sometimes does feel a little too cynical
0: mm-hmm. or
1: dark and it's cool to like those things too but lovely yeah Lo- then, lovely lovely
0: <laughs> then like because most of the stuff i started off writing was like very like dark and sad oh geez um but now i'm trying <coughs> to write more like cheesy originals just happier originals
1: okay yeah, that makes sense. And I mean, and also what also works is, is I think the ukule- um I don't know if you ever heard that cover of La Vie en Ross
0: Oh, yeah. That- I actually do that cover on my channel.
1: What? Okay. Yeah. You definitely have to follow. If you're listening right now, you definitely have to go check that out. Yeah, I think that song can sound sad, you know, like yeah. especially on ukulele. So um, when did you write Little Things? Like, is it a pretty recent song or it seems like you're... Kind of barely starting to get comfortable with your originals.
0: Little Things is actually a song I wrote, um, I'd say about two years ago. But um, when I first wrote it, and that's why I ended up singing it because um, I guess it's just a, I always thought it was a really nice song, mm. but I never planned on um, ever singing it to <laughs> nobody.
1: Except for the one you wrote it for?
0: Yeah, except for the one I wrote it for.
1: Wow. That's that's uh, that's super interesting because I think um, a lot of times people get into something and and immediately go right into to producing for consumption for for people to listen to. But um, I think on the more artistic side of things, uh, you kind of said it yourself. uh, You know, like about what the content you've been writing about. Um, A lot of it, we we kind of treat it like a journal, like if you need to get something off your chest yeah and it, it just kind of becomes its own creation, so I mean how long so you know you're very talented you you play the ukulele, ukulele the guitar um good singer right smooth sweet voice, but uh what other instruments do you play, and like how did you get into music?
0: other instruments I play, I play the piano, I play the um the mandolin as well. I was trying to learn the banjo, but that didn't work out. Uh-uh. And then I play the harmonica and then the glockenspiel as well.
1: That's so cool. That's great. (laughs) Uh, And and, uh, how come you didn't bring all these things? You should have just been a traveling uh, show.
0: I know. I could have packed all these things. Um, I usually do play um, with most of those stuff in my hometown.
1: Okay. And do you uh, feature those as well on your videos? Or is it just like more live?
0: I guess it's more live in my videos. It's just ukulele and guitar. Yeah. I played some piano.
1: Okay, yeah. The glockenspiel. That's so fun. Did you did you pick it up just because of the name?
0: Actually, um, it was given to my brother as a gift, and then I seen it, and I started just messing with it, mm-hmm. and then I looked it up, and I was like, this is a glockenspiel. Mm-hmm. So I guess I just um, really like it because of the name and the sound of it.
1: And you you... Um I'm curious, like, do you write original songs with, with, like, these instruments as well? Or just, like, they're more auxiliary to add on to stuff that, that's like you said, covers? or?
0: Most of the time, I'll be sitting down with a certain instrument. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll be sitting down with a uh, melodica.
1: Yeah, those are fun to play and,
0: with. And um, I'll just be uh, making some chords and stuff, and then a song will come to me. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'll just pick up the ukulele and then... Um, I guess I'll just add on to them with different instruments as I'm going. Okay. So I guess that makes it nice that um, knowing all these instruments, because I could just add my own instrumentals to mm-hmm. um, make <laughs> it, I guess, practice it more.
1: It sounds like it's very bene- beneficial to have that kind of versatility. You know, if you're looking for a specific type of sound you know, to express yourself in.
0: Yeah, because they all have different sounds. So, like, um, I guess whatever I'm feeling too, like, Mm -hmm. whatever, like, if I want to be happier more, I'll get the ukulele. Okay. But then I guess the piano, I've always wanted to learn the violin. Mm -hmm. And I heard the mandolin was very similar. So I just picked that one up because it has um, frets. Okay. So it just (laughs) seemed easier. Yeah. (laughs) And then for a while, I got into, uh, well, I still am into Mumford & Sons. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to learn how to play... um, I guess, more folk in indie music. And so I picked up the mandolin.
1: <coughs> All right. That's awesome. I can't wait to uh, to hear those. And then the harmonica is just like uh, any specific keys or do you have like multiple harmonics in different keys? Or? Um, I
0: have mostly just the major keys like C, F, G, and A.
1: Mm, do you have one of those like neck uh, that you can wear around your neck and like play and, and I sing the guitar? Yeah?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, those are so cool.
0: I was trying to learn piano man okay um like with the harmonica and the piano but i guess
1: it's kind of hard to multitask i mean that's i mean already yeah it's i mean it already requires so much talent just to be able i think to play and sing like and and it's just um memory muscle memory and building those up so i mean that's so that's what i'm curious about as well like what first got you interested in music and in what age and like what were your first like uh, instruments or what did you learn first?
0: I feel like I was dragged into music um, (laughs) because uh, my brother's a musician and my mom and my um, dad always wanted us to play some instruments so they bought me a piano but I didn't really want to play anything I was (laughs) like I don't really want to do music. How old were you? I was about, I'd say, twelve. Okay. When they were like, you gotta learn the piano because you gotta go out there and perform. I was like, no. Hmm. Like I guess with the church and stuff, like okay. perform with the church choir and stuff. I was like, I don't think so. And then it wasn't until my um, senior year of high school where I picked up the ukulele, and that's when I realized I wanted to do music. And then I started learning mm. everything else again, like the piano again and
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, the guitar.
1: So you found like a reinvigorated like zest in in being able to make your own music.
0: Yeah, like the ukulele really um, got me more interested in all these other instruments and I want to learn everything.
1: Wow, it's saying to you. What's probably like one of the most unique instruments, like maybe like are rare instruments that you'd like to learn how to play or perform with?
0: I've played with the glockenspiel before and I've played with the mandolin.
1: Right. No, I mean, yeah, so you're you already do play those. I I'm, I'm, I guess I'm asking like um cuz there there's some pretty weird things out there like a harp or or a theremin. Oh, yeah. Or a kazoo or like I don't kazoo, did I just throw yeah. that in there. I don't know like have you ever like had maybe like a a rare or unusual instrument that you're like, "Hmm, I wonder what I could do with that?"
0: I have a kazoo, but I I am <laughs> not really good at wind instruments. I okay. guess it takes so much breath. So um I don't really know how to play that one too much.
1: Mm, okay.
0: But I can't really think of a weird instrument. Um, sometimes I'll play with like the cajon.
1: Okay, those I'll are fun. I'll
0: use a foot pedal to play along with um, the ukulele. Or, um, my brother's playing the guitar, I'm playing the ukulele, and she's playing the cajon and the tambourine. <laughs>
1: it's a family affair. Yeah. That's super cool. And um, Okay, so um, I'm curious to hear more of your original music. So do you want to share another one?
0: Um, yeah, I definitely
1: can. Well, what do you? So, which one do you have here?
0: This song, I'm um, actually it's still a work in progress. Um, okay. But it's called um, "El último pedazo," the mm. last piece.
1: Mm. Oh man, <laughs> I, f- I already feel kind of sad. Is it a sad song?
0: I guess it's more of a instruction song, mm. like to the next person who wants to, I guess, win my heart. It's like. Um, mm. I'm letting them know, like if you love me, tell me. Just be open with me and honest. That's what type of song it is.
1: And that's a fair thing to want. Mm -hmm. All right, let's hear
0: it. Si no más con (laughs) mi (laughs) corazón quieres jugar, mejor vete con alguien más que no sepa. Valorarse. No tengo tiempo para todos tus engaños ni maltratos oh, Lo único quiero hoy es no ser herida más Sí, so, si me
1: I love that you know you you're a bilingual artist, and uh, or I don't know, are you trilingual?
0: I know how to sing French.
1: Okay, I mean, so yeah. if you've messed around with Levy and Rose in the I mean, sorry, U.S. Mexico border, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it, it's such a it's such a part of life. Do you feel that by being a bilingual artist, like you're able to express yourself a lot more?
0: I feel like I am because. Um I know some of the originals I write, I can't really express them in Spanish. Or sometimes I can't express them in English. So mm-hmm. I guess that helps to um, have two different languages where, where you can express yourself better.
1: What's your first language?
0: My first language is actually Spanish. Okay.
1: You grew up speaking that with your family and mm-hmm. everything? Okay.
0: And then I speak that only at the house as well.
1: Mm, okay. And so, yeah. And then uh, what do you feel like you... you I don't know, maybe this isn't the best question. Like, you know, uh, you're more expressive in. Or at this point, it doesn't really matter. You're like, I, if I got to say it, I'll just say it the way I can.
0: I guess at first I was more English, but now that I'm getting more involved into, like, Spanish originals, I feel like they're more expressive to me. Like, I feel like I'm saying more of what I want to say in Spanish than in English.
1: All right, so you, you maybe have a, maybe more kind of a depth and and maybe vocabulary or songwriting style that you know in Spanish.
0: Um, yeah, I guess in Spanish there's more depth, but in English there's also I guess um, it's also easier to flow more in English for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, you rap? No, I'm just kidding. I wish. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you've you've tried it.
0: I've definitely yeah? tried it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: With the ukulele.
0: I've tried it. Yeah, Twenty One Pilots.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And I know I did a cover of. Um, Feel
1: good ink? Mm. That's yeah, and this has a cool
0: little Yeah, it has a cool
1: little wrap. Uh, get it, get it. Right, yeah, yeah. That's my chocolate editor. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a fun one. I I It's really that's actually uh That's actually I really love to uh find covers on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think one of my top covers that people usually like do interesting versions of or like bring their own style to it. But
0: so good. It ultimately
1: it still has that cool little like, you know, the sections.
0: I've performed it, but I've never recorded it on mm, my youtube okay, I just might
1: yeah, you should i'm I'm like I said, I'm a big fan of covers I like how uh, <laughs> last night in in October you're like guys i'm gonna I'm gonna sing a christmas song
0: <laughs> i I cannot wait for Christmas, and like it sucks when you write like a Christmas original uh-huh. like you can only sing it during Christmas like
1: well, you proved you yeah, proved I, that wrong. I, proved a that wrong I mean, I mean, I don't know. I I, I want to see you bust that out in July.
0: <laughs> I almost did, but I was like I'll just wait a little bit longer, you know?
1: But Christmas in, in July is a thing. I don't know. Yeah, I've like, heard
0: that is a thing.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. I just feel like you could fr- and you could frame it in a way like, "All right, guys, I know we're not even close to Christmas, but it's my favorite time of I, I imagine it's your favorite time of it year. It
0: really is. It's just because of the music.
1: Mm. Just because of the music? What about like the togetherness and the family? I'm, I'm just well, kidding.
0: That as well, but I guess more like, the, yeah, the, the feeling and the Christmas music.
1: What's your favorite Christmas song?
0: The one I wrote? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Christmas song is, um, it's a song by Backhouse Mike. I have... um, Drake Bell does a cover of it as well. Okay,
1: I've heard of he that sang
0: guy. He it in Drake and Josh. It's <laughs> called Christmas Promise.
1: Okay, wow.
0: It's a really good song.
1: Nice. I'll have to check it out. Um, I remember one time with friends, we were trying to like write a Christmas song. It's it's hard, um, but you know, I guess if you if you stick to you know what it's about to you and uh,
0: see that's the song that came more natural to me as well. Mm. I guess because I'm like I listen to a lot of Christmas music as well.
1: <laughs> Just any time of, of year.
0: Um, as soon as I feel like a cold chill. Play Christmas music,
1: (laughs) even if it's like a a ghostly one. Yeah, it's
0: time.
1: All right, that's cool. Are you working on any any other any new ones? Any new Christmas songs?
0: Not um, right now. Okay, most of them will just be like covered Christmas songs.
1: It seems like you. I mean, you you're very creative and seem to have no problem kind of just coming up with lyrics and, and music to go with it. What's probably one of the most challenging parts in, in writing songs?
0: The most challenging part for me is not the lyrics, because the lyrics comes, like, super easy to me. Mm-hmm. It would just be the chord progressions. I Okay. I'm, I guess I'm not—I don't feel too comfortable with choosing chord progressions. I feel like there could always be a better chord progression. Okay. And just, like, I guess finding a melody and— um, because I start with the lyrics first, and then I okay. choose which um, <laughs> strumming pattern, I choose which chords um, mm. if I want minor, or major key. <laughs> but I usually write um, the lyrics first, and I guess that's the hardest part for me—just choosing which chords I want to stick with to
1: go with that. Have you ever like intentionally like m- you know mix things up? Like because um, you know earlier you're talking about like minor chords, obviously making maybe a more melancholy sound. <laughs> but I know you know there's always in- these instances
0: that originals I will like completely switch the chords and just just (laughs) sing the lyrics to those chords and i'm like this doesn't sound right i'll just switch it back
1: make it a dance song yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. and i feel like that's really cool like making sad lyrics into like a happy beat like oh yeah i'm sad but we're dancing
1: (laughs) but that's kind of like how we are sometimes isn't it yeah like we i mean i don't know
0: try to find the positive in life.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'm I'm curious about the whole songwriting process and you know, I've had again, this is episode 41. I've had so many artists and it's it's interesting to hear everybody's different styles and processes, you know, like you you're one of the first to actually talk about this idea of of writing songs not really intended to perform for anyone else, which I think is interesting. You know, that doesn't come up a whole lot. Really? That's
0: I don't I feel like that would come up more but I guess that's just me.
1: I'm going to ask every single person now. <laughs> but I, I imagine that's just also part of the songwriting process. Like, you know, uh, you want to write as much as you can. And and also, I guess, maybe if there's like an emotional connection or just, uh, you know, it's kind of more like just like a personal diary kind of thing. Yeah, it's thing. more
0: like a personal. Because there's like some originals that I just um, wrote them to like, I guess, mm. um, get rid of those feelings, like just get it mm. off my chest. So I'll like. Make a full song out of it, but I won't ever, like, perform it just to myself.
1: I just just feel like then there's so many songs that are just, like, kind of hard riffing, like, heavy metal ukulele. Like, we were talking about at the beginning that that are probably in there. I imagine punk rock ukulele. Yeah. Let's hear it. What's the most punk rock song you have?
0: I don't think I have any punk rock, but I've always wanted to play punk rock.
1: Now, remember, it's mostly attitude, too, you know, Mm -hmm. punk, you know. I think that I think that'd be cool to, to hear maybe that'll be a challenge has uh have you ever gotten like suggestions from friends or fans people who who check out your content like on for example on YouTube like people commenting like and oh, this is so cool, we should try this you know this cover
0: yeah, I've got a lot of people commenting um that I should do paramore covers
1: mm and how how do you feel about that?
0: I've been um <laughs> I know in one of my um shows that's coming up. I'm gonna do misery business. Okay. Um, by Paramore, but and then I've done the only exception as well.
1: Okay. It's like their like their big hit, right?
0: Yeah, some of their biggest hits. I've always wanted to sing more style like that, but I guess I um, moved more to the calm acoustic music.
1: Mm, okay. Uh, something that I do ask a lot on this show is, um, well, for one, I I I, I do be- believe that. Creation requires influence. And so, you know, you can already mentioned uh, Mumford and & Sons and kind of more acoustic folk folk style kind of music. Mm-hmm. Who um, who are some of your musical heroes that, that you feel like maybe you would mimic stylistically or even just lyrically?
0: Some of my favorite, um, um, but they write a lot of awesome music and also Christina Perry.
1: She's okay. probably
0: my one of my biggest inspirations.
1: Okay. And what draws you to their music?
0: Um, Never Shout Never. I guess it's because it's like this. Well, they play ukulele. They're like this happy. um, um, They have this happy style, and it's like all cheesy music and just um, music about life and living. You sold me. Peace, love, (laughs) harmony. Okay. And then um, Christina Perry, it's more about the expressive side of her. Like Mm -hmm. she pours a lot of her heart out into her songs.
1: Hmm. I love that. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. So, you know, it it feels like your artistic journey, you know, I mean, you're still on it. We all are. Um, It seems like the next step would be kind of putting together something that's fully cohesive. Maybe not an album, but you had mentioned an EP. Have you already kind of thought about what that would look like maybe as a unit?
0: I've definitely put it together and I've already had like the name I guess okay. for the EP. I don't have an EP, but I got the name. <laughs> you got
1: the name? <laughs> I don't have the songs with the names there.
0: <laughs> oh, I have um I guess Most I had songs. the songs ready, but I guess the more that I sing my originals, the more I f- I see what people like, so I'm like switching mm. to um the originals that I think would would benefit me more, or I guess.
1: She- um yeah.
0: be better for people to hear.
1: So you want to make sure that it's, you know, it feels right.
0: That it feels right, and yeah. that people will like dig it, and it's not just me um, singing all these sad songs or.
1: But if people dig that, maybe yeah. that's maybe that's what it is too. You know, it's okay to feel okay. sad. You know, sometimes we we mask that and and feel like I think strength sometimes is giving into our vulnerabilities
0: and our true. sadness,
1: and I think that's that's in the end probably healthier too. yeah there you go that's your next song so um definitely look forward to to whatever you put out there um, especially EP wise album wise um you know here with all my projects I'm just trying to get people heard including the podcast so again if you guys are listening right now and if you've never you know well it's gonna be hard to go catch you for our road trip (laughs) or I don't know if you ever play in Las Cruces or, or anywhere nearby as well um but for sure, if you guys are listening and barely finding out about Juliet, go follow her YouTube channel and subscribe. Click that subscribe button. Click on the little bell so you get notifications. Yes. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't done that yet, but I will. And uh, really just, you know, thanks for sharing your gift of music. And it, it, it's, uh, it's really cool. I think you saw last night, I think you were able to just connect with a lot of people who... Appreciated it.
0: It was really nice, and I know one of my most recent performance performances. I didn't, I didn't go too much prepared, but I know I connected a lot with the people because, like, mm-hmm. I, I only took four songs to sing, and at my fourth song, I was like, "This is my <laughs> last song." And they're like, "Another one, another yeah. one," and like I finished that other song, and they're like, "Do another one, please." And I'll, <laughs> or I'm good at all. I'll just go out there and sing. You know what I
1: okay. mean? Okay. Yeah. I mean, you go on do your thing. Um, I, I think. It's that's kind of a good approach a little bit, you know, like it's also good to just, you know, accept when when, you know, people were digging it and you got some nice applauses (coughs) after those songs. So, um, again, follow guys If you guys are listening. um, What's a dream venue for you to perform? Like anywhere in the world, where's a place you'd love to perform? Like a stage or, or venue or or a series,
0: I can't really think of one. I know I would <laughs> gotcha. definitely want to perform at a festival, though.
1: Mm, okay,
0: like just any music festival.
1: Those are fun. Have you been to any?
0: I've been to Warp Tour and okay. Rock the Desert.
1: Okay, did it rock?
0: Rock the Desert. I go every year. Yeah,
1: okay, where where's that held?
0: It's held in Midland and Odessa. It's like a, mm. I guess, the state line of both of them.
1: Okay. Hmm. I haven't been to too many I mean we have uh, Neon Desert here Oh yeah And um, There's an interesting one In Marfa Called the Transpecos uh, Festival of Like love and music I don't know It's it's a crazy one That one's expensive as, as, That as,
0: as sounds as really home. interesting A festival I wish I could have gone to Was Woodstock
1: Oh yeah but I mean that's you
0: know. Who doesn't wish that <laughs>
1: Right <laughs> Let's just start it up again Uh, That's cool I mean I always I, I like to ask people That as well uh, all right, but I know that uh, you have a concert to get to And I uh, appreciate you being on the show And uh, it's going to be a good episode And hopefully, you know, I, I thank you guys for tuning in um, Check out the Beyonds podcast podcast uh, Wherever you guys are listening to it You know, give us a rating, share it with friends Share the gift of music You know, if you feel like people dig the music Juliet uh, gets down But to maybe end up the show You have one more original you'd like to end the show off with? See what you got for us. And then uh actually yeah, we'll we'll do a sign off and then you can just send it. So, what song is this?
0: This is actually um an original called um It's called a One Look or Till Death Do Us Part.
1: Till death to us part. Wow. Okay. This is this is going to take me places, I already know it. <laughs> Um, cool. Well, for the b podcast, I'm Rich.
0: My name is Juliet.
1: All right. Peace.
0: I promised myself that I would never love again. But it was for him. And I knew then. The simplest things I couldn't believe I just met you then And I won't regret falling for you, my love You're a dream that has come true